Creative Congregation with Necktie. Welcome to Creative Congregation, Episode 7, where each week we help creatives learn how to quit their day jobs, walking through my journey, sharing tips with you guys, and learning a bit from each other. This week I'm going to talk about the website and updates on that. I'll talk about some interesting findings on social media marketing as it relates to Twitter and Facebook. Also updates on getting out there in the pop-up marketplaces and selling the product. And then the usual updates for next week. So I want to talk about the website. I mentioned a little bit about this last week and how we've gone through with Shopify as our vendor for the website. And it's, it's pretty exciting. I got a lot of progress on the website, and it kind of speaks to the ease of use of Shopify as a platform. I started just playing around with the platform, and there's many different themes you can use on there. And I picked one of the standard ones that comes with, of the many hundreds that comes with, with the Shopify subscription. And I was able to build a mock-up of our website, and I'd say probably two hours max and that includes a lot of time of me just kind of toying around with icons and making some custom things for the site so I was really impressed you know I've done some website stuff in the past that wasn't nearly as as easy to use and then on top of that I've noticed already although we're not selling product yet I've noticed that there's just a ton of valuable things for you know inventory management tracking your purchases and things like that Uh, you know other great thing that sold me on it was the integration with the pay with Amazon and PayPal and all those different vendors, really straightforward setting those up. So, I mean, for all intents and purposes, I could open the website up right now and sell some stuff. I just need a little bit more inventory before I feel comfortable doing that. So when you have it built up with Shopify, you can preview it and share it with others without actually having it launched. So it's a good way to get feedback. But yeah, overall, I really recommend it. It's the, the package I bought was $29 a month, which may be a little bit higher than you've, you've experienced with others, but I think what you get, it's definitely worth it. And another great thing about it is, is hosting in terms of you know getting your domain name. So I was able to search just within Shopify's website for the domain name, see what's available, as well as what is the cost, and then essentially buy it in one click. So I was able to get our domain name for, I think, 13 or $14, which is very reasonable. And it's set up to auto-renew each year, so you don't have to worry about that. I, I, I've used different vendors before, and I've forgotten to renew my my uh, my domain name. And wasn't an issue because no one wanted it, but still, it's, it's kind of annoying to have to think about that. So this is nice that you can auto-renew it. So another interesting thing, when I've been exploring a bit more with the social media marketing, I've dug in a bit more to Twitter and Instagram and I may have mentioned this in the past, but Twitter in the past was, was something for me that didn't provide a lot of utility. It, it just seemed like it was too fast-paced and too much going on. But I found ways just with the tools built in with Twitter to really make it kind of curated for yourself. And and that's important for me because as we continue to promote this business, I want to have you know really specific lists of, of who I want to market to, who I want to interact with, and who I want to learn from You know, making a living as a creative. So there's things on Twitter you can make up lists and you can make the list both private or public and so I have a few private lists that I've set up for our business Twitter account where I can follow a lot of these different folks that are that I'm going to be you know reaching out to and kind of learning from and um, helping with the business as, as we grow it so really helpful Twitter lists is a good thing to explore and then on Instagram it's a fairly new thing that rolled out in the last year but this is 
somewhat related to the Twitter aspect where I'm trying to find, you know, very specific niche things. So, you know, painters and digital artists and things like that. And on Instagram, you can search a hashtag and then anyone or anyone that uses that hashtag, it sort of aggregates it. So, you know, that's a standard um, feature in Instagram that's been there since pretty much day one. You could, you know, search up hashtag digital artists and you'd, you'd find a bunch of posts related to that. Well, now they've set it up so that you could follow those. So within your app, you can follow those different hashtags and then you can kind of search on just those specifically and, and see what's new. And that way you don't necessarily have to follow a ton of accounts that you may not necessarily want to follow. Another good tool to leverage with respect to Instagram marketing. So checking, checking that out more, I, I highly recommend it. The last major update this week is the vendors and marketplace update. So I had talked that I had filled out a few applications to sell some product in the local markets here in Detroit and hadn't heard a lot back. Good thing is I heard back from a couple this week and one in particular, I had actually reached out to them and, and I offered them sort of two things. I said, I am a DJ and I can perform there for this event, which is going to have live music and DJs. Or I can also sell uh, as a vendor because we have a business that we've started up that is related to everything that's going on at this event. And they got back to me. They got back to me pretty quickly. And so I'm excited to be able to to be at that event. It's in a, another month or so. The the fee for that event is a hundred bucks, which I think is probably pretty standard. And you know you don't have to sell a whole lot to kind of make back that uh, entry cost. So I think given what the audience will be, it, it should be a good venture. It'll be maybe one of our first markets out there. I'm hopefully getting into some other ones before that event happens since it's in early September. Another thing I learned though, just from getting contact from the other vendor was the website uh, is not live for our business. The social medias are just getting started and there's like really no followers, just a handful. And so they're pretty bare and it's difficult to show like this is our business when there's not much there, right? There's not a lot of posts, there's not a lot of followers or what have you. But the other marketplace, they kind of said, you know, your ideas are intriguing and what you're selling is intriguing, but do you have examples of the product that you're going to be selling? And that was kind of a quick, you know, reminder to me to just really stay on top of that aspect of it. You know, people don't know what your business is or what you're selling, especially as a creative. You might have a lot of different prints or or original pieces of art just kind of lying around your apartment and you don't necessarily have them documented or photographed. So... I think a good learning for me that I'd share with everyone is as you're starting to really get out there in those marketplaces and try to get um, apply, applying to these these marketplaces and trying to get accepted, just having a lot of uh, visualizations of your product, whether that's on social media or just pictures that you have saved so that you can show them, like, yes, I have legit product. I'm not just going to set up a booth there and talk to people, but I do want to sell things because you know the marketplaces obviously want to have interesting offerings for their customers, so you need to make sure you, you have stuff prepped up for that. So that's the main things for this last week that that happened. This next week, I'm just going to continue to order more prints. I have a few different ones that I'm going to send to the vendor. Again, I I will update everyone when I get more feedback on whether that vendor is going to work for art prints. It looks pretty good so far, but I just still want to get a few more before I feel comfortable recommending them. Getting a few more supplies uh, ordered up for those markets, including the signage and and flyers, is really important before we get into those marketplaces. 
one thing I'll share that I think is really important and, and I'll hopefully be able to share some successes out of this. I really plan to use these marketplaces as a way to really get a lot of folks interested in our, our website and our social media pages because as I've said in the past, it can be challenging to get that yield from digital marketing. I think if you if you spend enough on that, you definitely can. But I think a really low cost way to do it is just getting people interested in the in-person interaction. So they stop by your booth and they and they like the prints you have, or but maybe they don't feel like spending money that day, or maybe they're going somewhere and they don't want to have a bunch of stuff with them while they're walking around. There's all kinds of reasons why people might not buy stuff, but I think it's a great chance to say, you know, here's a flyer that has all of our social media information and our website. Uh, you can follow us there and, and get updates, um, as well as you can get them signed up for a newsletter, email newsletter, and text updates. I mean, it's a, it's a captive audience that, for, for that fleeting moment, I think it's critical to, to, to capture their attention and capture them for for potential future purchases and i speak from that really from personal experience but from other things i've heard from people where when you go to art fairs there's so many awesome things you'll see and honestly you may just like run out of money you're like i don't want to spend more than a couple hundred bucks at this fair this weekend and you get towards the end of it and there's tons of other vendors you like but you just don't feel comfortable spending money but it's always good to grab a business card or flyer or you know connect with them online so that you you'll be able to look back at that stuff down the road and potentially purchase some things so i'll give some updates on that as we get through it and see you know what kind of yield we get from these events so that's all the updates for this week i appreciate everybody tuning in as always if you have questions or comments, things you want to talk about on the show, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's Necktie, N-E-K-T-Y-E. And I also have a Twitter for the, the podcast itself. I don't think I've mentioned that before, but it's it's Creative Congregation on Twitter. The, the handle is Necktie Creative, one word. So that's a great, great uh, account to follow. So you can send me specific messages about the show and I'll make sure I can read those. And again, we can talk about what you want to hear on the show or, or questions that you have about the journey that we're going through. So thanks again for tuning in this week. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Creative Congregation on iTunes or also Google Play Music. You can just search for this podcast on there and click subscribe. And that way you'll get updates whenever the new episodes go live. Looking forward to catching up with everyone next week. Creative Congregation with Necktie.